On 2SM and the Super Network, High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. It's five after six here on High Tide, as Ben was talking about in the sport there. Fernando Alonso doing pretty well at the Australian Formula One Grand Prix. He took a really big swipe, Kieran, at Lewis Hamilton yesterday, which was gold. Fernando, the oldest driver in uh, the field, I think, what, 42 or 43 years old he is or something like that, um, but still very relevant. Okay, now I just want to mention uh, Lenny Pascoe has put together uh, with a high tide fishing pro- show. Yeah. Which means we will go to your club or pub or community hall, if you wish, and put on a high tide program. And, uh, of course, naturally, um, myself and Alan, what we... what Lenny's called on this brochure the skippers, but the deckies... Have a listen to this. I love the way he's worded everything. Well yeah. done. Top a job. lineup of people that uh, have a listen to who, who's, who could turn up at your club. Len Pascoe, Timmy Simpson, Steve Bowler, Melinda Pavey, Paul Burt, Dougie Walters, yes, uh, Jeff Thompson, they're the cricketers, Peter Johnson, Gary Brown, and then we get to uh, Swanee and Yvonne uh, from up there at on the Sunshine Coast, and we've got Grant Boyden, Brendan Rickey, and Laurie and Julie McAnally. And, uh, of course, Brendan will talk tomorrow about some baseball coming up mm, yeah. with my grandson, which is good. But if, you're, if you would like to uh, have us attend your club and put on a program, which we'll broadcast from there. We'll have a breakfast at the club. And then we'll put on a show from 1 o'clock to 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. Now, uh, we're, it's my fault there. I probably haven't marked up Mark Bernaziak's phone number or whatever. But we do have it. You have messed I it up. I had it wrong. You had it. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, Brennan. I've, I've done the same thing. But Mark is online. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good morning, guys. Yeah. Painfully didn't call someone else and give them an early wake-up call. Yeah, it's, it, you know, if you're doing this at like 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock in the morning or something, it's not too bad, but like at 6, you know, at 6 a.m., yeah, not that appreciated by some, I've found. No, no, not unless they wanted to get up early to go fishing anyway. <laughs> True. <laughs> and they should be. That's right. That's right. It's high tides at 6 o'clock this morning. Mark, that's a really good idea to increase our audience. We'll just randomly ring mobile numbers and say, hey, it's 4 a.m. time to go fishing. It's Saturday morning. Get out of bed. Maybe they'll hang up on us. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. How are you guys going? Okay, so how's the Shooters, Fishers and Farmers Party? Yeah, look, we're going, going okay. We're still counting uh, for the upper house um, after the elections. So I'm not too sure where we'll end up end up there, but um, yeah, look, still still pursuing pursuing the issues. We're going to obviously have a new a new government, um, and that's going to be a Labor government. And they they made some commitments to recreational fishermen uh, before the election. They said they were committed to doing an independent audit of the the uh, Recreational Fishing Trust, and they also committed to establishing a, a statutory authority. If they, uh, if they look into is, that trust, they might just find a few things that they wish they didn't find. Yeah, well, look, that's, yeah, that's possible. That's quite possibly the case. Well, I know it's the case. Um, oh, it's something I've been something I've been pushing for for, for quite a few years now, so it's going to be one of the first things one, I uh, raise with. One bloke's yeah. in jail, and let's hope he stays there for a lifetime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's one of the things I'm going to be raising with the uh, the Premier when I first get to sit down with him and say, well, hey, you, you, you've committed to this, so where is it? Um, because, obviously, yeah, it's a, that was one of, the, one of the big asks from Recreational Fishing Alliance, and same with the statutory authority. Um, it's two things that we've we pushed for. We had our own bill that that put these things in place, and they both parties rejected it. So now that they've they've made it as an election commitment, I'm going to be going to them and saying, "Cough up, um, because you, you committed to it, so let's do it." Um, yeah, so okay. we've got that going on. 
we've also got another attempt at a lockout in um, in Sydney as well. We've got some elitist locals thinking, you know, it's okay for them to walk along the beach. It's okay for them to go fishing along, uh, for go swimming along the beach. But you know, we don't want those those dirty recreational fishermen. Where, where's this on our, on our beach? Oh, this is at Bonin Bonin Bay in Monaval. They want to try and make it a no-take zone. Um, no, no, just no scientific justification. Um, you know, just all all emotive rhetoric about how you know recreational fishermen you know are, are plundering the waters, but there's no evidence to back it up. Um, they've recruited uh, a national park staffer and a marine estate management staffer as part of their tours. So I'll be raising questions with the. Uh, relevant ministers as to how that isn't a conflict of interest. Um, well, it's solar flares that are reducing the amount of uh, fish out in the oceans at the moment too. Well, that's got to be my claim, and I don't need to back it up with anything, do I? No, well, apparently not. Yeah. You just need, to, just need to throw these these bullshit ideas out there and hope something sticks, if you say it long enough. Uh, that seems to be the... I find that one sad, yeah. Mark, because that's up my way, and the yeah. whole area is about recreational water use. Yeah, and 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 that's what that's what annoys me the most is that you know in their in their so-called report they mention every other uh, recreational water use you, you could imagine, but they just refuse in terms of you know positive health benefits you know you know mental health and physical health, um, but they refuse to mention recreational fishing yeah. uh, as a as a positive mental health and physical health activity, which we all know it is. And, and during COVID, people were just screaming, can we please go fishing? We're going to be standing oh. on the shore by ourselves. Let us go out. Let us go out. Yeah. Just to get that yeah, mental health was, aspect. It was the ultimate. It was the ultimate. Uh, well, that did happen. That... Wasn't it? it was, yeah. It's, yeah, so it's extremely frustrating. So um, that's just another one that we're going to have to fight against as recreational fishermen and, and push back against um, uh, so it doesn't gain any traction. There's a local petition that I'll be... Obviously, calling on local local fishermen to do a counter protest and and push back against that as well. Because if we don't stand up, they'll just take it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's. I guess that's the other thing. You know, just, I just probably finally, if I can, I might like do a a shout out to our, our good mate Stephen Bowler, who's uh, yeah. decided to re- retire from the party. He's done. He's done ten years and on very admirable quite, grounds too. He he has. He's done extremely well and. Um, I tried to convince him otherwise, but he says he never stays at a, you know, at a job for more than ten years anyway. And um, but he's been a great asset to the party, and he will he will be sorely missed, um, not just as a, a staffer, but as a good friend too. So, and I know he was a good friend to you guys, always on the always on the radio with you guys as well. So, well, Kieran's saying yeah, over thirteen years involvement in the program as well. You know, that's that's massive. Yeah, yeah, he just. He just loves, he loves fishing. He loves He's fishing. passionate. And, you know, absolutely. Like, um, you know, he, he was always taking a rod with him and taking his kids with him on on the on the job and going fishing whenever he could. And you know, he was just a great ambassador for the party. And yeah, he, he will be. Hey, Mark, he will be sorely missed. It's his yeah. young fella's birthday today. We had to remind him when he realised it's the first of April. But the, they, oh. the, his young fellas turned thirteen today. Oh, well, well, happy birthday! And that's what made me say he's been on the program for thirteen years because the young fella wasn't born when he came <laughs> along. <laughs> there you go. And Mark, yeah. look, I, I didn't know a great deal about shooters, farmers, and fishers before I got on um, on on this program, but I, I do do my research and. The, the one thing Stevie and yourself and, and everybody involved seems to resonate the old Don Chip approach to politics of, about keeping the bastards honest. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> that's it. Someone's got, to, someone's got to do it, don't they? Yeah. Um, you know, if, you, if, if there isn't a, a good opposition um, or a good crossbench in, in our case, um, they just can get away with it. You know, and um, you know, in some cases, we last... Last Parliament, we were the strong opposition um, as the crossbench, and, and we may be again. Um, 
you know, yeah, if there isn't a, a good opposition, the, the government of the day can just run well, away with it. We just a couple of things that you turned around, right? We, we got rid of where they wanted to shut Sydney Harbour down to a marine park and other yes. marine parks and, and extend them. We've got that all f- shut down. Well, you, you also were a big, uh, had a big input to the greyhounds, yep. the re-establishing of the greyhound racing after Mike Baird wanted to get rid of them all. Yeah, now they're, now they're flourishing. And yeah. did get rid of them all, shut them down. Well, he, he did for a little bit. Yeah, for a little bit. Yeah, and then it turned out he shut himself down. And, and as Mark said, based on what? Ba- yeah, has nothing. he spent any time with any greyhound trainers? Any greyhound owners? Yeah. No. No, obviously you, not. You don't want the facts to get in the way of a good politi- political debate, do you? His father no, no, that's good, right. Yeah, a motive, drivel, a motive drivel drives a lot of this stuff. Yep. Absolute gut reaction to something that, yeah, obviously there was an issue in the industry that needed to be cleaned up. But absolute gut reaction. Yes. Yeah, but there's good, there's good and bad people in every of in all walks of life. Do you do you do you shut down everything because there's you know a couple of bad eggs? No, you target the bad eggs. Well, do they come along and say that um, you know somebody sped down the the freeway today, so we're going to shut down all cars on the freeway? Yeah, well that's right. Or, you know, you know, do I get a vasectomy because my neighbour's got too many kids? Like, yeah. What's, where do you where do you draw the line? Well, <laughs> I hope before there. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's right. That's right. It's just, it's just ridiculous. You target the bad eggs and, and leave the good people alone. Okay, Mark. I look forward. You'll probably be back next Saturday or be on for a few Saturdays in a row, I would think. <laughs> How do you reckon Mark yeah. and I would go in a pub? I reckon we'd be sitting around till all hours trying to uh, redesign the world. It would be well, great fun. Well, they now run 24 <laughs> hours, seven days a week, so you pair of you, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, name the, name the pub, mate. <laughs> Sweet as. I'll take you up on that. <laughs> Have a good week. We'll chat soon. No worries. Thanks, Rob. Talk to you soon. It's 17 minutes after six. Last week you told me on Thursday night, go and buy a Penrith jumper and wear it, right? Because I'm passionate Parramatta. Yeah, so awesome. I put the Penrith jumper on, walked in the house. Yeah. Well, I got every explicit under the sun. Yet. And I'm thinking, Graham set me up here. Yeah. We just expected look, look. she'd be a nicer person. Look, <laughs> talking sport. My 10-year-old daughter has started playing for the Casino Cougars. She's training right now. And- oh, oof, good stuff. Yeah, it's all the negative boys that ring out. Like, you know, there's good stuff that happens in the game. I gave them the following options. One, fix your streaming service. Two, reduce my subscription. Three, send me a Chromecast free of charge. Or four, get stuffed. (laughs) Talking sports. I want you to stop what you're doing now, folks, out there in your cars. See if you can drive 10Ks an hour. It isn't possible. Are you finished with your... No, no, it's worthy of a rant. Can I lean on your experience in rugby union and rugby league? Yeah. We're going to talk sports. (laughs) Graham Hughes. Gavin Robertson. Peter Tunks. You can escape the rat race to enjoy a leisurely break at Mudgee's Winning Post Motor Inn. As a special bonus, when you make a reservation at Winning Post Motor Inn, mention you heard about it here, and you'll receive a complimentary bottle of local Charnwood Estate wine to take home with you. To find out more or to make a reservation, you go to winningpostmotorin.com.au or you can call Mudgee's Winning Post Motor Inn for a booking on 6372. 33, 33. Got a boat or a jet ski? How good is getting out on the open water? Throw in a line, tow a tube, or just soak up the sun. But what if something happened to your boat? Get peace of mind with Club Marine Boat Insurance. They're specialist boat insurers and have been around for more than 50 years. Flexible cover for your jet ski or boat, motor or trailer, and gear all in one policy. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au. T's and C's apply. Check the PDS to see if this product is right for you. Go to the Club Marine website for a PDS and TMD. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au
or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. Hi, I'm Graham Hughes. If you need help managing arthritis, do as I did and try Arborvitae Joint Health. After I finished my football career, old injuries meant my life was full of aches and pains. That was until I discovered Arborvitae Joint Health. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms do persist, consult your healthcare professional. Go to Arborvitae, that's A-R-B-O-R-V-I-T-A-E dot com dot A-U or phone 1-800-879-863. News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could... 20 after 6 here on High Tide. If you're heading out today, uh, an interesting one out there. Let's, let's call it as we see it. It's uh, probably not the world's best day. There is a bit of swell uh, once you head off the coast, but south westerly, 10 to 15 knots, tending southerly, 15 to 20 knots in the middle of the day, then decreasing to 10 knots by late evening. Uh, the sea's 0.5 of a metre, but we know offshore we're up to about three and expected on some parts to get even bigger. Uh, there is the chance of a shower and a thunderstorm. There are a couple of thunderstorms hanging off the coast at the moment, Ken. And fishing is good. And i got to do a couple of good mornings. Good morning to my good friend Sam from uh, BMI Smash Repairs at Greenacre. He's got a car problem he needs fixed, yep. Oh, yeah. There, Sam's very, very good. You need a coffee on the way home? Give that guy a plug. Oh, yeah, Pete. Out there, uh, the Mini Espresso Bar at Kellyville. Uh, I've got to say good morning to Pete himself, Dave, Tony, Steve. That's mm. um, all good. But they make the best egg and bacon roll that you can ever get. And they do all sorts of fancy sandwiches, whatever you want. Uh, as toasties and things like that. Yeah. And then they have them uh, milkshakes and... You know who you should be sending a cheerio to? Who? Swanee, because you're heading up there next week. Good morning, Swanee. Good morning. How are you? Yvonne, still Good alive? Good morning. Are you still... Oh, that's good to know that you're still there, Yvonne. I thought you might have yes. necked yourself after Parramatta. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I just went... I went to bed and I didn't watch them. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a go at me for turning off the channel when St George is getting vote. No, hang on. No, hang no, on. no, you hang on. No, hang on. He does know <laughs> what he does. Domestic, yeah. He know what he does. When St George is getting beat, he heads up to the riverboat to travel with him like all men do. He turns the channel off and won't let me watch the football. Go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> at least I'll be able to watch the game in peace when she went to bed, but then she come out from the second half and... Again. Yvonne, <laughs> hide the remote. There's the tip. Hide the remote. I can't. I can't because he never lets go of it. Yeah, he just what you do is you, 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 you take the battery out, right? And that means he has to get off, off the couch and go and replace the battery. So that'll, that'll take nine months. Okay, good. I'll, good idea. Thank you. <laughs> I'll try anything. I've got it glued on. Back <laughs> of it. You can't get at the battery. Right. <laughs> How's the fishing been up there, Swanee? Mate, the weather's been great. The fishing's been great. Yeah, a lot better than the weather you've had down there by the sound of it. But uh, at the moment, uh, all, all week, just light and variables early in the morning and then uh, up to 10, 10 knots, 10 to 15 in the afternoons. Um, Nor'easters and buddy. Today, I think, uh, predicting a... Uh, uh, southwest to southeast uh, later on this morning. Nothing much, but uh, around the ten knot mark again. So today and probably tomorrow. Uh, so anything's looking good for the weekend. Warriors that want to get out there. Yeah, look, and if you want to get up there, and if you want to reside up there like myself, and you want to reside, I found out Tamara told me yesterday, sent me a message saying that there's two places uh, up for sale. In the complex? Yes. So, one's a one-bedroom and the other one's a two-bedroom place. And they're yep. near the, down near the pool. Yeah, next to the pool. You're living in paradise just yeah. across the road from the river and the and the ramp. And they finish it. Uh, it's supposed to be finished uh, uh, May, I think they said. So, um, it'll be out of action for Easter. So, 
you will have to use the fisherman's road, road ramp, so it'll be a bit of a, a bottleneck, but uh, yeah, get there early. Well, listen, to come and, and live where, where you and I and, and Yvonne live, yeah. if you want to join our complex, uh, they're talking about in the high 300s, which is not yep. too bad. Yeah, yeah, that'll be the one better. So what do, what do we call? Yeah, what do we call? What's the place called? It's called uh, Marucci. Uh, oh. um, you, Marucci you know, I don't know either. Marucci I don't know. We just live here. We don't know. No, this is right. But we do know it's at 319 Bradman Avenue, Marucci door. <laughs> so look it up. Look it up. It's on Facebook. You'll pick it up on Facebook. Maybe, uh, I don't know, Marucci Shores or something like yeah. that. Like that, Marucci Palms or Marucci Shore. Yeah, right. yeah. Who knows? Doesn't matter. Okay, uh, so all in all, the Sunshine Coast will be fishing okay. It is, mate. Yeah, there's plenty of mackerel now that the, uh, the close is finished. The boys have been out during the week. Uh, plenty of Spanish mackerel out there. Uh, around about the 10k marks, all you got to go. Um, around the blinkers, the inner, the outer nearings, I should say. Just look for bait schools. Um, troll around with skirt lures or or hard body uh, lures, and uh, you no, know, no trouble getting a feed. <coughs> Sorry about that. No trouble getting a feed of mackerel. Um, another method too: find the bait school, just pull up uh, using metal slugs and throw out over the top of the bait schools and let the slug sink right near almost to the bottom, and then wide like hell. The mackerel on that uh, uh, underneath attacking the uh, bait schools of pilsids and that, and they'll pick up the slug. So you'll get plenty of, uh, you'll get a good feed that way. Uh, there's been a few, uh, a couple of boys fished Murphy's during the work, Murphy's Reef, which is east of uh, the blinker marker that I was just talking about there on the 10k mark. Uh, they got some really nice uh, snapper there, like pan sized snappers. Uh, uh, one and a half to two kilo fish. Uh, they got a couple of pearl perch, and a couple also. Uh, they did say I can't remember a couple of red throat, I think it was, and something else. But they uh, they ended up uh, they were burning fairly heavy, and uh, the men in grey suits arrived, and they started bringing up fish heads. So it was time to move on. When those sharks move in, it's time to go. So they ended up coming back in, but they got a good feed. Uh, there's a few brim and whiting off the beaches, but worms, if you can get past the dart, any of the beaches you'll get out of there. Um, the river's been a little bit quiet, uh, although that'll change. We're up the school holidays now. We'll get a bit of traffic out there, but uh, they're still getting a few man- mangrove jack, but they'll improve towards the uh, uh, the new the, f- the full moon. They'll improve and... Uh, yeah, you should be able to get a food of brim too. They're starting to come on now. Uh, another month uh, should see them in full swing for their winter run. So uh, we're looking forward to that, actually. Um, the odd flathead coming in again too, just um, tossing lures around the drop-offs, around the, the uh, mouth, around the, uh, down near Channel Island, down there on the low tide. They go into the holes down there, just... Uh, you know, just toss your hard bodies or your, or your plastics around there. You'll get yourself a food. Um, the crabs have been a bit quiet. There's plenty of crabs there, but there's an awful lot of uh, journeys and undersized males in amongst them. So, yeah, you've got to sort through them. Uh, just the odd uh, legal crab. But, uh, a lot of just undersized males. So I'm looking forward to catching them in a few months' time, Kieran. Yeah, I noticed. I notice on the Len Pasco, uh, I don't know what you would call that, a poster that he's sending out to all the clubs for uh, a high tide show. Uh, you're down there as a decky, and you're in with some famous people like Dougie Walters and Jeff Thompson and Lenny Pasco, Timmy Simpson. That's all right. I'll have to drink them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Melinda Pavey. Paul Burt might be a problem. Uh, Melinda, might be a problem. Yeah, Melinda Pavey. Laurie won't drink too much. Julie will. But Julie can line up with uh, Yvonne. Yeah, yeah. Scotch and cake. 
Yeah. Oh, see now that that now you're talking. Now you're talking. What about Scotch and Coke? Yeah, uh, yeah. Nectar of the gods. It destroys yeah. it. Well, I bought her a really good bottle of scotch, you know. No, but he Swanee had to drink it. He want, you tell me if I'm right or wrong here, right? I've had friends buy me very, very nice scotch, but I drink scotch and Coke. So don't complain that I put my cola in it. Yeah, like, yeah, just put, just get Johnny Walker red. That's yeah. having a bug. What do you reckon I would I drink Grant's, obviously. Yes, that is one of the best. Uh, you know, and you know what? You know what? <laughs> the reason I fell in love with it is because you go to a nightclub or a bar, and it was the the scotch of choice behind uh, the, the 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 bar. So you just got used to it. It just made it easy for me to. Yeah, yeah, I like Grant. Let me show you. Lovely. A lot of times, the bottle behind the bar is not what the product is. Oh, don't go there. Right, oh. I can tell you that. <laughs> I know uh, that for a fact. Anyhow, that used to be. That was in the yesterday world. Pete, I'll say goodbye and uh, probably talk to you a little bit later. Okay, then, mate. Hope hope to see you up there. I asked um, Tamara about how the snake activity was and were the lizards still there. The lizards are still there and snakes gone. Yeah, when the lizards are there, you know, there's no snakes. Yep. He he said he hopes to see you up there, Swanee. You better you better go on a holiday, mate. Yeah, Head yeah. up to Marucci Door. I might go with Jay. He heads off uh, on Monday from the uh, uh, what's the name of the cat reality? The big cat reality. It's called. It's Smart. an eighty foot oh, up north. Smart play. Yeah, up north. Smart he's play. The he's, the, he's the chef, but he, he reckon he'll have a bit of downtime, and he's promised us some uh, cold trout. Uh, red emperor, all sorts of fillers. Yep. So I'm looking forward to that. I'll tell you, that'll be good. <laughs> all right, see you later. All right, then we'll talk. Hey, Don. All I can say is, if they get a new winger at Parramatta and a couple of decent forwards no back, they'll go all right. They do it. We're talking about Phil Mann yesterday. We'll bring him back. He couldn't do any worse. <laughs> Phil Mann. He, he would be listening. Phil, good morning. The Spider Man. <laughs> okay. See you later. It's 28 minutes away from 7 in New South Wales on the Super Radio Network, and you're listening to High Tide. Hi, it's Peter Overton, National Ambassador for Melanoma Institute Australia. Did you know someone is diagnosed with melanoma every 30 minutes? I do, because I was one of them. Melanoma also kills one Australian every six hours. Register for a melanoma march near you to raise vital research funds and march to stop the glamorisation of tanning. Together, we can help save lives. Sign up at melanomamarch.org.au. If you're looking to start a business, buying a franchise is an excellent option. And with all group franchises, you'll have ongoing support. The home services industry is experiencing rapid growth as people are too busy to maintain their homes. All group franchises offers a range of home services franchise options, including lawns and gardens, and you'll be trained in every aspect. Visit allgroupfranchises.com.au or call 0429 691 413. That's 0429 691 413. A few simple clicks on the Finance Easy website, you can borrow a serious amount of money without even leaving home. They make Finance Easy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying couldn't be easier. Just visit the Finance Easy website, provide a few details, and they'll take care of the rest. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian credit license number 392182. You know, a flat tire is no problem at all when you carry the amazing Easy Jack in the boot of your car. With Easy Jack, you can raise and lower the height of your vehicle at the push of a button. Easy Jack comes with its own rattle gun so you can loosen and tighten those hard to budge wheel nuts. Easy Jack simply plugs into your car's 12 volt power source. So go to Easy Jack, that's E Z I J A K dot com dot AU, or phone Rebecca on zero. 427-290-297 Are you thinking of escaping to the country? Maybe a new home is on the cards? Maybe a new lifestyle? Well, Pal Kid Homes has been providing the answer for more than 50 years. You can choose from Pal's range of stylish, modern homes which are designed for country living. Pal Kid Homes make it easy for you to build your own home and save 
a lot of money. Find out how at pal, that's pwlkidhomes.com.au or phone 1-800-024-912. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1-800-805-366 or go to view.org.au. 2SM, Sydney's Talking. 2SM, 12.69. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. 25 minutes away from seven here on High Tide. Now, Kieran, we're just waiting for uh, Birdie to join us online. We don't really want to you talk want the to race those. Tips? Yeah, give me the race tips. Okay, well, I'll do the tide first. High tide will be at uh, six o'clock this morning, 1.52 metres. That's already gone. It's 35 minutes ago. It'll have a low at 12.49.6 of a metre. But the race tips, our Randwick today, we've got race four, number three. We've got race. Seven, number one, and then we've got race eight, number 16, and number five. Race nine, you've got number four. Race ten, you got number two. Then if you want to go down to Melbourne, you've got race one, number six, Elation at Bendigo. Well, Karen, uh, this morning we're in Sydney, the Sydney area. We're heading for a top of 21. The winds are up, and the offshore, uh, three-metre swells, and you've got an eight-second uh, peak the between, the, between the peaks. Up in Brisbane, it's 28 degrees, six knots off the coast. Um, not a great deal, not even a metre of swell. So we've decided not to bring Bertie on today's program because he's just going to gloat. As usual. Has he stepped out? Have you stepped outside yet? Oh, you want him? You want him on? Okay. Hey, Paul, how are you? G'day, mate. How are you? Jealous. Jeez, I tell you what, we've got it's such a blessing up here. It is. You know, <laughs> you're in God's territory, mate. You really are. Oh, you know, everyone's moving from up here from down there because you know <laughs> we're coming up here to retire. Well, but, uh, generally, what week? What week of the year do you get winter? Oh, mate, normally around um, August. Yeah. Yet, you know, sometimes you get a bit of a westerly blow come through throughout the day, and that, that changes it all up, you know what I mean? So that's when it generally generally happens. Yeah. But even then, it's light, sloppy Joe territory, isn't it? Oh, absolutely, mate. You know, you, I, I, you might put a... You might you might get dressed up and, and put jeans on or something, but it's not, <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> How's the fishing been, champ? Me moving mate, up there, I've got a dozen suits, I've got... There are eight leather jackets I need to sell, and um, but they're all bought in the thirties. Well, people well, want to buy well, yesteryear gear. World War One. <laughs> I thought I was harsh. Fishing. He had me on the. What bait you had me on earlier? What's that? What? You had me on some boat earlier this morning. You were talking about that I was on. Oh, yeah. Kieran first started, you know, doing uh, fishing off the ark. Oh, God. Yes, yes. No, the he was a, there. He was there. So was his son. On the back of a camel. You know, the, the thing The thing is, look, Kieran, mate, I know you love your game fishing. I'm going to get into the game fishing today because, uh, and a few other things, but... Mate, the fishing today, uh, this week's just been phenomenal. Okay, I was talking to Tanner Cole from uh, from Shimano there last night, and, and we're just having a discussion there about uh, the fishing is just phenomenal. The marlin fishery down the eastern seaboard is amazing. The mangrove jack fishery is amazing. The mackerel fishing at the moment is amazing. The banana prawning up here is starting to fire. It's amazing. It's just, it, it really is an amazing season for so many different species of fish, whether it's offshore or inshore. We went out blue marlin fishing throughout the week, and uh, I got two. But it wasn't just trolling all day. We got out there. We left home at about 7.30 in the morning, 
So we got out there about 70 k's offshore. Tom, we got to the ramp, launched the the Surtees, and got out there. We got out there. We started trolling at about 10 10:30. We had a hook up at 11:15. So 45 minutes in, we had our first hook up. We fought that fish to around you know one inch, 12:30 something like that. It was about an hour and a bit, hour and a half. And then uh, here was about 300, 315 pounds, 330 pounds. And then uh, we were trolling for another half an hour after that, clean lines. And bang, got another one. And, you know, because blokes up here, when they've got the right gear and all that stuff, we, you know, we do, but we, we don't, we're not professionals at this stuff. You know, we just took a cameraman out and had a crack at it. We've got two, so two novice anglers and marlin fishing to do two blue marlin in a day is not bad. But other blokes are going out here and getting, you know, five, six, seven fish and shots and catching two, three, four, five in a, in a day. And they're big, they're big blue marlin. They're huge. So, you know, that's, that's, um, it's awesome fishing at the moment. The banana prawning around Redland Bay Channel started to fire up quite heavy. It had to be a Johnny on the spot there early in the week, but just, you know, at the moment it seems like they're starting to come through in good numbers. And there's some, been some really good catches, and they'll hang around for another month. Well, they'll just get bigger and better. And the mud crabs have been pretty good around Old Creek with the canal entrances. They've been marching in from the ocean. They've got little barnacles on them. They're beautiful, clean blue-coloured uh, claws, and um, surprisingly, uh, you know, the, the, the meat is very sweet. It's a beautiful meat, and the mud crab, they haven't been up the rivers in their holes or anything like that. They've been out at sea, and there's been literally thousands of things coming in, so they're about. Um, you know, the mangrove jacks, that incredible amount of mangrove jacks at the moment. They've got a beautiful... Every time you go mangrove jack fishing, you're going to get a hit, and you're going to catch one at the moment. On mullet fillet, of mullet bait, you can use shads, you can use squidgies, you can use live baits, anything that you want, really. You don't have to go out and, and, uh, and, and spend a lot of money or time in, in, uh, in getting the right um, bait. You can just grab a pack of the mullet and work, or grab a, a you know a 110 mil squidgie and just shad type thing and just cast it underneath a pontoon and you'll catch a, a jack. Um, the, uh, the mackerel fishing is just phenomenal. You know, we, we did a trip out, I'm going to go this afternoon again, and have a look, but we did a trip out uh, last weekend on the mackerel, and mate, it would have been like eight football fields of bait fish and eight football fields of mackerel. And we put a drone up, and you, you could literally just throw your line out and just wind it, and you'd have a fish. And I put a, I put a, interestingly, I put a GoPro under the water and, uh, and, and sort of aimed it around, you know, not knowing. I pulled it up, and I got home, and I put it onto the screen and had a look, and there were mackerel everywhere. There were mackerel everywhere. You could just see them in the distance and then coming closer and then going past another one, then another one. It's just the fishing at the moment is world class and it's like you're fishing in an aquarium. Yeah. And I, I'll say two things to you. Yep. Firstly, if you want a lot of fun yep. and, it's, and it will test your skills yep. and, and your whatever, uh, hand lining for crabs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it, you'll have him hanging on, and he'll have his claw locked on to the to the bait, and there's usually a bit of meat or a cube or something, or something like that, and and then he'll let it go, and yeah. then then you got to wait, and then he'll come and pick it up again, and yeah, so, and then you got to get him to the top of the water. When he gets up there, and he sees you, then he buzzes off. So you got to have a net ready to grab him. And that's the thing, mate. We, we did it. We actually did the film shoot on that, Kieran. So, um, and and, it, and we did it in like we're doing one takes, like um, you know, yeah, have a look, you know, dropping the line down, and and then talking to the camera. So that line, you see it walking away. You see that tightening up to the side yeah. of the boat, and you're pulling it up and using the net. And uh, you know, I used to do that years ago. And Tanners and I were talking about that last night again. Is that you know, you'd you'd have a bit of meat, it had lamb on a bit of a, a bit of cotton string and you'd catch your freshwater yabbies. And we used to do the same deal. You'd yeah, put yeah. a bit, bit of meat on a bit of line or whatever you had and let it when it would tighten up, you'd feel them flicking and grabbing it as you yeah. you had to be so gentle to pull it back in. And the mud crabs we did we did that. And um, we caught sixteen crabs in less than an hour. Oh good. Of which, of which fourteen fourteen, you know, you're, that's your boat limit, so we kept them. Yeah. Um, and and, it's, and they're beautiful big crabs. But, mate, they'll just think, one bloke pulled a crab pot beside us, and he had 38 crabs in the one crab pot. Wow. And it was just, it, mate, it, 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 I've never, ever seen it like this before in my life. But we got it all on camera, 
and I'm really, really excited to bring that to uh, to step outside and show people just what it has been like. Well, that, it's, it's amazing. That is very good. And stepping outside, is there a show on today? No, tomorrow. No, we've got one tomorrow. I think we got a. I think today there's the uh, an encore. So last week's show's on today, but tomorrow uh-huh. we're dropping you one every every Sunday. Okay, tomorrow is, I'd like to talk to you about some of the fish that are dying in the rivers, and let's try and work out a reason why. Yeah, that's mate, absolutely. I'd love to talk about that. I had an email from a, a, a wonderful fellow. His his name's Mark Matthews. He gave me an email, and I'd, I'd want to talk about that email and, and and what he has. And I just think um, it might just. Um, put a bit of light into his uh, vocabulary, because his vocabulary is very okay. powerful. And I think it'd be good. It might help him out a bit. Just that people out there asking general questions about why some of these um, you know, fish fish kills go on. Adios, and I'll talk with you tomorrow. Mate, I can't wait to talk to you guys again, and have a wonderful start to your uh, weekend, and everyone else around the, who's listening, play it safe and take it easy. And, and I uh, promise not to be so jealous tomorrow yeah. about your warm weather. Oh, and I'm listen... <laughs> The other thing to be jealous about is all these gear is Shimano. Yeah. He only has the best. Mate, you should have seen the hand lines they brought out the other day while catching the crabs. It was incredible. (laughs) (laughs) See you, Paul. And also, just before we go off to the break, not Alan Blake, but another Alan uh, just wrote on our Facebook page, love listening to you guys. I plod along in my bus. Not sure my passengers do. But anyway, if you're one of Alan's passengers right now, give him a big round of applause because he's listening to High Tide and he's doing the right thing while he's plugging away and earning the cash. We're going to take a quick break, 14 away from 7. Nothing like this was established in other countries. In my humble opinion, we should have this voice on a higher run first. Brent Bultitude. I won't be voting for the voice. I won't be saying yes. But I think Aboriginal people have got more power than any other people in Australia now. This is what gets me. There's something not legitimate about all this. These are people that have needed help since I was a girl, and I'm 77. <laughs> Brent Bultitude, following John Laws on 2SM. Brain tumour, migraine, dementia. Have you or someone you love been touched by a brain disorder, disease or injury? Help the ones you love by donating to research today. Visit brainfoundation.org.au The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Unlike any other SUV in Australia, the unrivaled Kia Sorento is available in diesel, petrol, hybrid and plug-in hybrid technologies. The Kia Sorento, awarded and unmatched like no other seven-seat SUV. To find out more, visit kia.com.au or visit your nearest Kia dealer. Kia, movement that inspires. Whether you dream of winning a Commonwealth Games gold medal or three, like the Australian Jackaroos, or you're just searching for your next social competitive sport, that could make you a local legend. The skills you've honed over a lifetime of playing sport will make you a legend on the bowls green. And that green is just up the road. Bowls, local legends wanted. Find a club near you. Visit bowls.com.au and click on Find a Club. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040-66-71-359. Peters of Kensington's Bridal Registry Service has been the first choice for couples for nearly 40 years. Peters offers an Australian-wide registry service, not just for weddings, but for any occasion. With their legendary customer service, years of experience and huge range, finding that perfect gift for your big day couldn't be easier. Visit Peters of Kensington, 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, or organise your registry online at petersofkensington.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? More than 20% of pedestrians killed on our roads have a blood alcohol content exceeding 0.15. Never let a mate walk home drunk. 2SM has Sydney talking. 2SM has Sydney talking. 
more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. 11 minutes away from 7. Always enjoy catching up with this man. Always a great yarn. Greg Reed. good morning. Good morning. How are we? Oh, firing. Firing. He's, he's not a bad fisherman either. But he, he, what I say? He, he likes fishing, and he's good at fishing, but he also sails. So he's just legendary oh, status in my book. Oh, yeah. We've we got a bit of progress in that. It's happening. It's slowly happening. Good, good. We'll have to chat about that. Hey, so have you been out fishing this week, or have you been busy? No, no, no. Um, we, went, we went for a fish last night. Um, while it was nice and calm, uh, managed, managed a nice bream and a salmon for dinner. I'm oh. about a 50-centimetre flathead on the beach. Uh, but you get that sometimes when you fish light on a steep beach. I hate it when you land it and then you have to watch them swim back in when you don't really want them to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was just glamour conditions last night. But, um, yeah, it's, it's raining down here this morning. So um, I think a lot of the beaches, um, the, the brimmer sort of started to come out of the basin now because those sort of hybrid brimmer on the beach at the moment as opposed to the proper yellowfin. Um, so yeah, beaches are fishing pretty good, but there's, tell you what, there's a really big south swell in the mix, um, down here yesterday, it was, it was probably pumping, um, right from the south, um, easy, easy three metres as well, good ground swell, um, and that'll be sort of hanging around in the mix this morning, so forget about the, the rocks on the open ocean side, um, things will be pretty stirred up after that, and that, with that area, you know, big area of low to the south of us at the moment, like Montague, I think's, 27 knots at the moment from the south, and it's pretty calm here, and it's been like that all night, so I don't, don't know where it is at the moment. It can't be far away. Um, so suddenly going to pick up today as well. So, look, if you're thinking about going offshore boating, I'd probably have a plan B. <laughs> plan uh, B's a 6163 surfboard, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was a 7 So I'm glad I had a 7 mid mid-length in the car yesterday, Grant, because you... I got down to... I got down to bend along thinking, yeah, it's going to be three or four foot or something like that. And it was probably six to eight foot. Breaking <laughs> 800 metres out to sea. It was like, where the, where the hell did that come from? Yeah, you, you determined pretty quickly how, how your fitness level's going, right? Yeah, it's going real good. Thanks very much. <laughs> it's going really good. They end up surfing an offshore bombing, actually. And um, uh, a couple of man sized waves. Um, very good. Very nice. Um, but yeah, that's getting right into all the corners at the moment. So um, it's a good thing is it's going to stir everything up. Yeah. But yeah, forget about fishing on the open ocean rocks. It's, it's days like this where you know these are the ones that get you. But so, there's still good fish um, around well, in protected bigger, areas, isn't there? It was bigger than predicted. Yeah, but there's still pretty good um, fish around in protected areas. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's a, that's the beauty of Jervis Bay because you've got all the all the all the inshore areas where you can yeah. get in and out and away from the swell. Um, so, yeah, no no problem with the beach side of things. It's just, you know, we've, Jervis Bay is known for its land-based um, rock fishing. A lot of people have a weekend off and they just get it in their head that I'm going to go and fish the rocks on the outside of Jervis Bay and it's, it's not the weekend for it. Um, go and do something else. It's um, the, But you're right, there's, there's plenty of fish on the inside of the boat. I know from a lure fishing perspective, I can just put a little bag on the back, over my back, um, walk the beaches, walk those rocky headlands, just cast lightly weighted presentations, take a bag of squid jigs. Um, you can always find somewhere that's calm, and that's the beauty of a bay, and um, you, you've got those options. Um, look, even at, even at Huskisson, um, there's been plenty of good salmon and tailor, and Trevally caught off the wharf down there lately. I, can, I even saw, I think, last week someone catch a cobia, <laughs> which is pretty rare. It's only a tiny thing. But um, with the current howling to the south at the moment, um, that's been uh, you know all sorts of stuff showing up in the current. Uh, the basin still continues to produce in the estuary. The surface uh, the surface bite's still going pretty strong uh, for the lure fishos. Um, bait fishos just looking. If you want to fish with bait, just go and anchor up out in the middle. And um, a lot of the fish are sort of schooled up at the moment, ready to run to sea. Over the over the next month, um, so yeah, the lower end of the system at the moment, so um, fishing fishing pretty good, but still, water's still really warm, um, and they're still eating off the top for a top water bite. So whilst that continues, I'd I'd be plugging that for all it's worth. Um, and the Shoalhaven River, by all reports, are fishing really well um, for bass and perch from the narrow bridge upwards. So yeah, all in all, it's best time of year. Like I, 
I, I say this to people often, even if I um, even if I won the lottery, um, I wouldn't be anywhere else in Australia this time of year than the south coast of New South Wales. It's absolutely stunning at the moment. Yeah, and on the on the south side, on the narrow side of that bridge, not on the Bombardieri side, but that you'd have to think that'd be well protected too if the wind does get up a little bit. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Yep, very, very protected down there. So, yeah, just waiting for that wind to hit. It's Like I said, it's calm here at the moment, but Montague's been 20 knots plus most of the night. So um, whether most of that wind is just out to sea at the moment, we're yet to feel the effects of it. Um, well, that, that's my guess at the moment. Uh, just no south. Sort of trough line here at the moment, but it's coming. The windy, windy's saying it's just south of. Well, it's it's reaching up to Ulladulla, but it's it's a bit offshore at the moment where that where yeah. the blowy stuff is. Yep. Yep. So um, yeah, Plan B. If you if you go boating offshore, your morning's going to be. <laughs> your morning's going to be a bit bumpy. Yeah. <laughs> you won't be you won't be taking your, your partner out uh, if they don't well, like might. a bit of seasickness. You know, like the girls go pretty good. They go better than most guys, I think. Yeah, it just depends how keen they are. Yeah. Where would your pick of the day be? Um, a pick of the day would probably be launching at Murray's Beach, uh, maybe catching a feed of squid, depending on how much westerly comes in in this. Like we, if it goes south-southwest, Murray's can be a bit uncomfortable, but you can, you can generally get a feed of squid around Murray's. Um, if you, you can always just troll some... Um, uh, shallow running lures in between the island, um, in between Bowen Island and the shore. There, you'll, you'll, there's been a few bonito in there as well, um, around the northern side of Bowen Island. But once again, just watch that swell wrapping around the corner there. Um, there'll be a bit of swell, but it'll be manageable. Um, so anywhere from sort of the island um, down towards Murray's Beach at the moment, um, you can get some bait on the on on any of the points down there at the moment if you want to walk a live bait around. Uh, that northeastern uh, or northwestern corner of Bowen Island at the moment that'll offer a reasonable amount of protection, um, and then it's not far to go back to Murray's Beach. Really? Um, yeah, walking any of the southern sides of the beaches, uh, southern beaches at the moment, uh, those rocky headlands. We, what time's the high? High was high thirty six thirty something this morning, wasn't it? Hey, Reedy, we're running out of time desperately quick. If I was uh, going out today, what sort of lure should I be using? Oh, you'd have to use a pro, though. <laughs> little, uh, little, uh, one, little 105 mil fishtail in Albino. You're alleged. We'll talk to you soon. Happy days. Kieran, it yes. is the end of the show. Ten seconds left. What do you normally say at this time of day? Keep your eye on the sky and uh, go to watch my grandson tomorrow playing down the shark park at the baseball. <laughs>